Hey everyone, it's Jason Wheelock, co-host of Between Two Trains, and I want to invite you to my group, the Wheelock Group, at Keller Williams, our end of summer party, the dog days of summer, August 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Brookhaven Park. Join us for food, ice cream, games, and quite possibly some adult refreshments as we celebrate the end of the season. We're partnering with Canine Caravan Rescue, a local nonprofit which is helping save dogs from being put down at local shelters, and they'll be bringing some local canines out to the park to hang with us. It's totally free, so sign up today at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash group, and we hope to see you there for a lot of fun and for a good cause. Hi, this is Theo, and you're listening to Between Two Trains, a bi-monthly business podcast where we interview the best and brightest entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area. Today, your co-hosts are Van Pappas of Oxygen Financial and Jason Wheelock of Wheelock Realty. And now, Between Two Trains. Okay, welcome to Between Two Trains. Thank you, Theo, for that great introduction. You just get better and better. I'm a little biased, obviously. And uh, like every episode, we have a co-host this time. I'm so happy to reintroduce Jason Wheelock back from his travels around the world. Jason, welcome to the show. That's right, Van. Glad to be back. I uh, summited Mount Kilimanjaro a few weeks ago. That's awesome. And uh, I made it Yeah. because I'm here. Did you throw up at all? Um, I did not. Um, I did have a little bit of oxygen deprivation. Yeah. Okay. And now, how high is how, 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 Yeah, exactly. Right. There you go. I love the plug. Thanks a lot. Um, how high is that mount? Nineteen thousand four hundred and some change. Okay. Yeah, feet. So. And did you have like a pack? Did you have to take stuff up with you, or did you have it? You had a Sherpa, right? You had some guy carrying yeah. stuff for you. So uh, he was carrying you, right? You would think we were with an entourage. <laughs> it was three of us with fourteen porters. Okay. So that's how many people it takes just to have enough equipment and food and supplies for eight days in the wilderness. So it was the three of us and a bunch of folks walking up a mountain. It was a good time. I recommend it. That's great. I'm glad you made it back. Well, I have to tell you, you've been gone for a few episodes. I know. But we have some really exciting news. So um, the statistics out there are that the average podcast only lasts 11 episodes. Guess Mm -hmm. what episode this is? Uh, number 13 baby we have 13 we have beat the <laughs> averages we are big time now and as you know we are on all kinds of different platforms we are on google play music we're on itunes now on stitcher and one of my favorites is check this out this is what great technologies do you have um an amazon echo or one of those devices? I don't. I'm a little behind with the Echo. All right. So technology-wise, the Echo's pretty cool. I got one in my house. My wife didn't like it, but I got it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, you can now listen to Between Two Trains on, on your Amazon Echo. Wow. You just pull up your Stitcher app and ask to, to play Between Two Trains, and there you go. And going a step further, one of the great things about the device is Amazon has... They're AI, right? They're, they're artificial mm. intelligence. They mm-hmm. call it Alexa. You know, we have uh, Siri. Amazon has Alexa. Well, you can ask Alexa for a flash briefing where you can get all kinds of news every morning. And guess what one of your fra- flash briefings can be? 
It can be between two trains. You can add between two trains to your flash briefing and it will wow. tell you what upcoming episodes of between two trains are, who we're going to have on as the next guest. Man, that's insane. We're becoming pretty hardcore. Quick, we are. Like, <laughs> well, Hey, I know that you never do anything average. So I'm totally not surprised that we're at episode 13. Episode 13. So we're going to keep going. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. So we're going to keep going. You're right. We have a bunch of great uh, guests. I want to bring on today's guest, Regina Ware from Factory Atlanta here in Chambly, Georgia. And as always, we come to you from the Chambly Chamber Studios, who have now moved their offices over to the PDK Airport, um, the plush studios of... Yeah. The Shambly Chamber. I don't know about this fan. I feel like I'm in a holding cell right now. <laughs> yes, this room is a little tight, but we'll get it done. Anybody but, but you, and it wouldn't work. But Regina, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much hey, for having me. Hi. So are you stoked that you're on episode number 13? Oh You've beat the averages. You came yeah. just at the right time. <laughs> I'm always just arriving at just the right there time. There you go. And 13 is the lucky number, actually. All right. Yeah. It is. Why is that a lucky number? I thought it was an unlucky number. Certain things that are like I feel are unlucky Mm -hmm. are lucky for me. (laughs) So like every time a black cat has crossed my path, I found money and just like as a young person, you're like doing the reverse of the mm -hmm. rest of us against the grain. Against the grain. So, Regina, tell us about Factory Atlanta. What exactly is Factory Atlanta? So, Factory Atlanta is an event space in Chambly. Um, We are an industrial style event space, so it's a blank canvas for somebody to create something totally unique. Um, We're interested in having one-of-a-kind experiences as opposed to, you know, just a cookie-cutter wedding or anything like that. We want people who have a vision to come in and create something amazing. And this is uh, located right here in Chambly, right? It is. So we are across the street from Jim Ellis University. Okay. Um, over on New Peachtree Road. And our entrance to the space is actually in the back of the building. So when you look at the front of the, the building, it just looks like a regular red brick industrial warehouse. Yeah. Um, but we've done some things to the exterior and the back of the building. And that's kind of what we wanted. We wanted people to kind of look in the front, kind of, question where they are and then go to the back and feel like they've discovered something really special now go ahead oh sorry Mm Van. i was just gonna ask you so every entrepreneur has a story was this a total pivot for you to create this idea or did you have a background in hospitality what led to this um well i have um opened I've tried my hand at a lot of different things, um, but I moved down here in 2008 to help my parents with their linen rental company, uh, which was operating in the same in the building that we're in right now. Um, I helped build it into the biggest linen company in Atlanta. So we were wow. um, we were doing linens for everybody from Classic Center in Athens to Turner Field here in Atlanta, Bacchanalia, all the Applebee's in the state, Wow! <laughs> um, all the way to Auburn, Alabama. So I was running like nine routes out of our building, but um, helped sell it in 2016. And we were left with... Wait, wait, wait. You, the, your parents sold the linen business the in 2016? Business, yes. Okay. Um, and so we sold the business, but we had some specialty stuff, like specialty items, like um, chairs and tables and specialty linen. And then we were left with a lot of space because the business did not want our building. 
um, which is really the group that bought the linens business. Did not want they just building. wanted the business. They said we're going somewhere else. Exactly. They had a processing plant over in Watkinsville, so that's why they didn't really think that they needed our. They were taking so. out the competition, is what they were doing. Yes, exactly. But we were happy. I mean, it was a lot to handle. Um, for us and it was just the right time to sell and so we were left with a lot of space and a lot of event rentals and so it just kind of made sense so it was a pivot but I have a little bit of background in rentals okay all right and so now when your parents sold the business uh you were working for them you were managing it but they owned it they sold it they've now retired they have retired. They still have another business that I manage, which is okay. The true entrepreneurs. <laughs> Maybe we should have gotten Regina's parents on the show. They are <laughs> true entrepreneurs. They what's what's their new business? Um, it's not the it's not a new business. Okay. This business, the manufacturing, has been around since '94. Okay. Um, they opened it um, over in Duluth first, then they moved to Norcross, and then when we bought the building in Chambly, they moved it to Chambly. Okay. And it still exists yes. under the factory. It's not under the factory Atlanta name. That's a no. different company name, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So Linens USA is the uniform manufacturer. Um, we, our biggest customers are like Cintas and GN, or well, GNK just sold to Cintas, but uh, Cintas, Unifirst, um, a lot of the big uniform companies. Okay. So that's basically making uniforms for mm-hmm. a large, large organizations. Exactly. Which is why then I called the factory... Atlanta, the factory, because I'm always telling people, oh, I'm going to the factory today. You're going to the factory. And it's a oh, real there factory. You go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, F- Factory Atlanta, though, mm-hmm. is the entity that you're running your event business out of. And that yes. was started in what year? 2016, you said? Um, well, we sold AD, which was a linen company in 2016. But this kind of this idea started in 2017. Okay. Um, and we're not officially open. I have a lot of pre bookings. Um, but Right now, um, yeah, it's been amazing. I feel like the community has been such, like, you know, so supportive. And I've just met so many people that believe in what I'm building over there. Um, And it's been awesome. But it's been an idea for a year. And I've been working to get, like, architects and GCs and the permits and all of that stuff. And that was a real process. But during this whole time, you've still been managing your parents. Yes. Uh, wow. uh, factory that's business. Time so this is sort of a, t- uh, a side hustle that's now about to turn into a full, a full fledged business. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I love uh, Jason as an entrepreneur. I just love people yeah. that have side, what I call side hustles. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. I mean, being in real estate, you really see the trends of what's popular. And right now, if you look across the country, these urban industrial spaces um, are getting repurposed they're super cool and so something like this um, is really appealing especially to a younger crowd right Um, what is it about your space that you think will be really and truly unique um, it's true. I mean, there's a lot of spaces in West Midtown that have this same style. It's industrial. Um, it is what is on trend right now for events. Um, but I think what makes us really unique is actually our location. And, and I've heard it yeah. time and time again that Shambly is so um, attractive because people don't want to go all the way downtown and um, fight that traffic. And a lot of things in West Midtown are maybe a little bit difficult to find. Right. Um, I've been to a couple, and some places are a little weird. Um, 
like location wise, it's just a strange place to be at night. Um, same with some of our other competitors that are industrial. Um, but Shambly is, is like, it's different. It's, you know, it's right in the middle of Metro. It's like Metro North can get to our space in 20 minutes and so can the people downtown. And so it's really central. It's easy to get to. Um, and, and I think the style, the way that we've designed it is also a little bit different. Than yeah. I think you, you're right about the easy to get to part between having 85 and 285 mm-hmm. and then Buford Highway and Peachtree Boulevard. There's no hard way to get in and out of Shambly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. People are shocked actually when they come. They're like, oh my gosh, it took me no time to get right. here at all. Like they think it's far away. And I'm like, Shambly is so close to everything. Yeah. Well, and with West Midtown, there's a lot of room between here and West Midtown. And all these other neighborhoods between here and there don't have these styles of spaces, right? You know, Buckhead, Midtown traditionally. So we always talk about this West Midtown and Shambly are basically the two locations. And so you're going to serve a whole different market up this way. I think it's great. Yeah. So, so speaking of serving and your market and whatnot, so who, you, you said you had some pre-events already booked up. Mm-hmm. Who are renting your space? Is it wedding parties? Is it businesses doing retreats? Who's like the customer so far? Um, it's really across the board. I mean, a lot of, a lot of bookings that I have are weddings um, only because I've put our space on wedding wire mm-hmm. um now i'm not familiar with wedding wire because i've been married for 20 plus years wedding wire is a new thing <laughs> okay. that couples do and they go on the site and they have a bunch of different vendors so you can find whatever you need in whatever city oh man i wish they had that in the yeah. 90s when i was around way easier yeah. for people you had to the yellow book. pages we yeah. didn't have that <laughs> I, we don't I, have that i actually had a wife she, <laughs> I, i'm sorry i had a fiance she, she did everything she took care right. of that I just um, showed up. Yeah, so Wedding Wire, you, you put an ad on, or not an ad, but a listing, and you pay for that. So people have been finding us through that. Um, but it's been a lot of mitzvahs, actually. Really? I guess like okay. one person booked their mitzvah with us, and from there it was like so a lot word of So word of mouth is word huge mouth with is what you're huge. doing. Yes, uh, which I, I think that is going to be. You know, I don't see myself doing tons of marketing. Of course, I'm going to keep doing my social media marketing and – taking nice photos and, and making sure that my Instagram is, you know, on point or, you know, and Facebook and stuff like that. But, um, I, I feel like this industry is very word of mouth driven. Now, what, when they come and they see it on wedding wire, um, do you have different sort of packages you present or how does it work? Like, do I come in and say, this is what I want, or do you have something already prearranged and they just sort of pick from? So I've, you know, in the beginning, I was doing like one big blanket package. Like, this is how much it is. Everything is included. Whatever I have in-house, you can have, um, which actually comes out line item by line item a lot cheaper than most places. But to see a big number like that would scare people mm-hmm. away. So I had to kind of change my um, pricing a little bit. So I made different packages, but then also I'm willing to be flexible. And I think that's one of the things that puts me apart as well is that I want to be flexible and I want to help people kind of create what they want. Um, and, you know, I've just seen booking other spaces and it's like 
every little tiny thing they charge for like oh you're gonna stay here until monday you need you know the vendor's gonna pick up on monday that's another charge oh you want to you want an extra chair that's another charge i just don't want to be like that so it is package pricing that i've decided on gotcha gotcha and so let's say on a wedding they want a certain type of flower you're gonna coordinate and and handle that or that's their responsibility that is their responsibility um they you know in our contract we make sure that they have a wedding coordinator that helps them with that sort of um you know those sort of details i see myself doing this um down the line because i feel like people just need somebody to help them you know kind of coordinate everything it's just easy because i'm there um but you know it is their responsibility to do that how big how big is the space what kind of square footage are we talking about so i have two i have like one pre-function space that you can also rent alone which is about 2400 square feet and then uh, the main space which is 5600 square feet okay what about corporate events? Are you targeting the corporate community as well? I do actually have a couple corporate holiday parties booked. I was going to say the holidays was, are yeah, coming Chris, up. Christmas yeah. holiday parties, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of these places, or you know, a lot of the corporate people, they haven't found us yet. But mm-hmm. I yeah. have a feeling come September or October when some of these people who haven't booked their holiday party are yeah. looking and we're open, we'll start to find us. I think so, especially with that North Buckhead, Brookhaven crowd, because there's not a lot of relevant space Mm -hmm. if you're not running out a restaurant in that section of town. Now, is there any segment that you say, I just wouldn't rent to them? Like if I came to you, Regina, and said, you know what, I want to throw a rave. Could I rent your space to throw a rave? No, why not? I mean, I guess. I guess we could like. That'd be like your last DJ. You get you (laughs) you get DJ and put up, uh, you know, uh, some flashing lights and boom. Yes, we could. Glow in the dark. Some glow in the dark. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I don't know, Van. We're trying to keep things legal at least for the first year. Okay. The between two trains rave party. (laughs) I don't know. It would be a really really steep prize. I mean, honestly, I would I would like to. um, You know, the we could get all the listeners of Between Two Trains to come show (laughs) up. They could see and your, party yeah. your all night space. long, yeah. yeah. Hire a hot DJ. He's always getting these wild ideas. <laughs> yeah. um, well, let's let's change and talk a second about being an entrepreneur because, okay. you know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs. And the one thing that I really want to hit on about being an entrepreneur is that mm-hmm. you're a woman entrepreneur. Now, I don't know if you heard, it was a number of episodes ago, um, we had... Um, an entrepreneur that had started a woman's group, mm-hmm. remember, um, where she was telling us about these other women entrepreneurs that all get together and talk about, you know, how to be successful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do you find it challenging or is there anything, you know, coming from, hey, I'm in a man's world here or is the event space really not a man's world? Um, I haven't really found that doing business uh here in atlanta when i started helping my parents uh the linen industry is very man driven it is very male yeah it's a very male industry um so did you get pushback when you were managing your parents place where you were on the phone and they're like i'm not talking to you put your dad on the phone never never never, ever i've never felt that i love it strong woman entrepreneur i love it jason (laughs) 
Wasn't that episode, didn't we find out that Shambly was one of the top two it or three is. cities for female entrepreneurs did you in know the that? nation? I did not know in, that. Yeah. In the that nation, awesome. not just in Shame Georgia. on you, you're a female. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. We, we, we are, yeah, in the, it was like the top I was blown seven, away, yeah. Top seven Definitely in the within the top 10 yeah. for female entrepreneurs of any city. very cool. So. And what was interesting, and I don't know from a statistic standpoint, you know, if you could say, all right, well... We're not looking at all the numbers, but apparently women in Shambly make higher incomes than men. Really? Yes. Oh, on wow. average. The tides have turned. On average, <laughs> the average woman makes a higher salary than the average man in Shambly. That is so, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So incredible. you need to tell yeah, all so your female to, entrepreneur friends, to move come to, to locate Shambly. to Shambly. Yes. yes. So. No, I found that it's been really great. The community here is awesome. I joined the chamber, and that was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can put a plug in for the yeah, chamber. No, they're great. It's, they're, it's great. It's a great community to be, to be a part of. Um, and I just highly encourage people just to be involved in their community, and I think that they would get a lot out of it. So what would you say is the, the most challenging thing about being an entrepreneur? You're starting this business, you know, um, Obviously, it, it didn't hurt that you already had a job, so you were earning income. It didn't hurt that your parents had already had an established, uh, you know, business. Mm-hmm. Um, but here you are starting this event space. You didn't really need to go out and get funding, right? Because you're using a, an existing asset that the family owned. I did have to get funding. Okay. So, so um, was that a challenge for you, or most of the funding came from my parents? Okay. All right. <laughs> from the- from the so private private equity the, funding right. with from one specific uh, investor. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, I am uh, on a short term loan. Mom so. and Dad, if you're listening <laughs> to this, thank you very much, Regina. On behalf of Regina, yes. she thanks you. This episode yes. would not be possible without, without, you. without Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Kim. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they, I've been really lucky just to have all of these things in my favor. Yeah. My parents, number one. (laughs) Well, the big thing is you're taking it and running with it and doing something positive, right? And so um, it's exciting. It'd be neat to have a new venue in the area. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, that's what I keep hearing is this is something that we need in Chambly. I've heard it from a lot of people. Um, So I just hope like with, you know, with this venue that I can also serve the community in some way and like help, you know, Mm -hmm. promote Chambly. Um, have people now, come from different areas. Does the event business, uh, do you have any employees? Is it just pretty much you or how, how are you managing that? So right now it's just me. Okay. I do the marketing. I do the selling. I do the showing. You're wearing um, every I'm hat. I'm doing every single thing. I work with the GC. I work with the architect. Jason, um, I got to believe she's single. There's no way she can be no running way. her parents' business, doing this side hustle, wearing all the hats. Yeah. Um, are you married? I got a couple. I'm married with um, a toddler. Yes. Oh wow. My goodness, I'm blown away. I, <laughs> I had a couple prospects expected, for you. I never would have expected that. <laughs> I know somebody. If somebody just asked me today, how do you keep it together? And I'm not sure. Well, that will definitely lead us into our next segment that we like to play a game called Hot or Not. If you've listened to the show, you probably know how this works. And Jason, I'll start us off. I'm gonna say, is it hot or not to be married to an entrepreneur? Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. 
So your your husband would say, oh not so hot. Yeah, I always have like a bunch of ideas. Is I'm he an entrepreneur too, time. or is he? Um, no, I mean he's he's had a lot of different jobs. Uh-huh. Um, he moved down from New York as well. Like we both moved down from New York, and he was working in the fashion industry, and so now he's just kind of trying to figure out what he's doing but i think in the end like we'll be working on the factory together to be honest. so you, you'll bring him in mm-hmm. as an employee because i i need the support and i think gotcha. it would be you know a fun family business for us yeah well jason you got yeah, 100 notes? I, I, you know there's you have a lot of great options this time van i'll tell you what um i like this one because it kind of hits close to home in my business and it's sharing financial information with your employees. But she doesn't have any employees. I know. But like And I would hope she shares the information with her husband. <laughs> well, that's a whole different conversation. I do think it's I think it's good to share the financials. Yeah. I think it's hot. Yes. And you ran a business with employees with your parents, so yeah. you know that's like so did you sh- when you were running your parents' business, did your employees know? No, I mean I don't think my parents would. She's totally for okay, it, but no. she doesn't do it. <laughs> no, but that's she, not the way they would that, run. They wouldn't have done way, that. No, they would not have. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like a sort of a newer idea, right? Like to kind of disclose some of this information. It is. It is. Um, so, twenty second comment there is ten years ago when Atlanta went through a real estate crisis. Remax, one of their big franchises, shut doors in one day. All of the funds were frozen and all of the agents thought that everything was fine the day before. So along comes Keller Williams, which I've been a part of for many years. They share their financials every month with every single independent agent in every office. So it created this atmosphere of openness between the brokerage and the agent. So it is a newer concept though, because they were the first to do it. But I kind of threw that out there because it hit close to home. I think it's a good idea. Well, how, how about this? Hot or not? Solo entrepreneurs like yourself or partnerships. Would you bring in a partner to your factory Atlanta? No. No. I would not. So solo entrepreneurs is hot. Yes. Partnerships I are think not it's hot. Partner- why, why aren't partnerships hot? Partnerships are so difficult. I've you know, I've tried to open um, a few different businesses uh, with partners and I just feel like expectations are never the same. Um, the the um, people always feel like they're doing more work or they've contributed more. I don't know. It just, I, I, for me, I like to be a solo entrepreneur so I can call the shots. What about if only one well, person Jason, gets before, to be... before you ask that, we need to take a quick commercial break oh. to, to hear from our sponsors and then we'll come back and finish up hot or not. If you recently got divorced, you may be wondering how to pick up all of the financial pieces. Is it time to make a new budget, new goals, and get a new game plan with your investments? What about the best way to save money on your taxes? Take control of your money future. Go to OxygenFinancial.net to schedule a complimentary meeting today. Go to OxygenFinancial.net to get started right now. Securities offered through Kestrin Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Kestrin Advisory Services, an affiliate of Kestrin Investment Services. Oxygen is not affiliated with Kestrin. All right. Welcome back to Between Two Trains. We are here with Regina Ware, and we are in our Hot or Not section. Jason, right before the break, you had another Hot or Not you wanted to run by, Regina? Well, uh, since we are talking Shambly and you're a new business, Hot or Not, downtown Shambly right Down- now. Oh, this is one this I is love to hear. It's a softball. 
It crazy is crazy hot right now. Yeah. It's Cr- insanely hot right what, now. What, 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 <laughs> you know, every we ask that of every single guest, and they all pretty much say the same thing. Yeah. I want to know why. Why is it hot? What, what is so hot about Chambly? I think I love the fact that you can just walk wherever you want to go. Like you can take Marta, and you could walk to downtown Chambly. And I think in this sort of um, you know, this, the time that we're in right now, people don't want to be in their cars. They want to be able to walk and get yeah. something to eat, get go do some shopping. And Shambly is just it right now. Like, we're mm-hmm. just in the right place. And I think that downtown Shambly has made some really great um, choices in, in who they have, you know, opening up down there. And just the just the type of businesses that are there are great. I agree. Would you um, would you ever uh, entertain bringing on any? You said you didn't like partnerships. Would you ever entertain bringing on equity investors? You know, basically people they're just looking to invest in your business. They don't want to be a partner. Uh, is that something to to help raise, or or from a financing standpoint, that's really not something you'd entertain? Um, I'm. Wouldn't ever say no, but right now it hasn't really. Yeah, it been, hasn't been a need. N- no, not yet. Well, you've been listening to Between Two Trains, and we've had Regina Ware from Factory Atlanta. So, Regina, if uh, the people listening to this podcast want to rent your space, what do they have to do? Where do they go? So they can go to the website www.factoryatlanta.events. Um, that's very important because people think it's .com, but it's .events. I didn't even know you could do I .events. You could do that's .dot a, uh, whatever you want. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, .dot what the hell? <laughs> yes, you can. We could. Um, so www.factoryatlanta.events. Um, or you can look at our Instagram, which is at factory underscore ATL. Um, and you can also just give us a call. You're welcome to tell your phone number if you want to tell the audience what phone number to call you. Yeah, 770-455-9223. But everything is on the website, all of our information, our address, my email, everything. So. Yeah, I noticed Van over here on the website booking our Between Two Trains holiday party. Uh, or is it a rave? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think All the, night the, rave. The, the rave. Yeah. All yes. night holiday rave. Yeah. Holiday, <laughs> I like it. Holiday yeah. rave in downtown Chambly. I'll start working on the decor. Sponsored by Oxygen Financial. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have an oxygen bar sponsored by Oxygen right. Financial. Yeah. It's funny you say that. We do have an oxygen <laughs> bar in our offices. You do? So when, yes, when clients come to the office, if they want to check out the oxygen Ooh, bar, they can. Wow. So. Oh, my gosh. I'm coming over. I've never done it before. I've always been curious. So, so before we go, uh, one last hot or not that I want to throw in here. Mm-hmm. So in my industry, getting feedback, you know, from clients and customers, you know, basically a customer service survey, if you will, is important because it helps me judge, you know, how I need to change my business. Um, with the event space, you know, how do you judge whether or not you did a good job you know after the event's over you know is it just word of mouth feedback hey you know oh this was great or are you going to do something as an entrepreneur and a business owner to collect that data 
Um, you know, I hope that, um, you know, what I want to do after each event is to go out and search for a review and have them post something, um, you know, on Wedding Wire or something like that, just to kind of tell people. Is that like Wedding Wire? I gotta check out this Wedding Wire. I know nothing about it. So yeah. people but can. But you have no need. And I've never to, been married, so. so both of us don't have any reason. I always measure my business. Because we're both in service businesses, by the way, by referrals. Yes. So if somebody had a great experience with me, I get referrals. So I think that's a great, probably an event space even more so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, already, like it's, it, you know, somebody's already booked their bat mitzvah and, um, or their daughter's bat mitzvah. And somebody just called yesterday and said, oh, they really liked you. They love the space. And, you know, we're interested in booking our nonprofit gala. So it is, it is a lot of yeah. that as well. So obviously referrals sense. in Jason's business, you mentioned referrals a couple times in this. So does that mean paper, traditional paper marketing is out the window? Or would you send flyers, you know, postal mail flyers to people to get the word out? Um, is that, is I that, don't is that your parents, uh, generation yes. that not your generation? It's not my generation. But mail is not dead. I actually, not dead. yeah. And, um, I could go into this, but I think it has to be highly visual and high quality now because nobody gets anything cool in the mail. So I find a lot of people, if you send, send them something really cool, they like it, but I don't know. You're just getting started and you're already pre-booked. So yeah. you're doing something right. <laughs> That's side hustle, man. Yeah. I tell you, it's the side hustle. Well, Regina, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've been listening to Between Two Chains. We've had Regina Ware from Factory Atlanta. Uh, you can reach out to her. And you can listen to Between Two Trains on all kinds of sources, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Or you can go to our website, betweentwotrains.com. That's between the number two trains.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Greg Burke. Hey, Jan Levy. Hi, this is Jeff Hill with Remote Home Check. This is Kathy Kanev. You've been listening to Between Two Trains.